now it's time to play which host did this andrew mckay jenna barr or bobby rossi this host was born in michigan who is it time's up the correct answer is andrew mckay Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 92.3. 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. this view what do you think oh it's gorgeous welcome to pensacola this place is over 450 years old it was america's first settlement i didn't learn that in school <laughs> it was also under five flags spanish french british confederate and american really it's wild <laughs> yeah. I'm so surprised. I yeah. know. Wait, what's all that? I didn't learn that in school, which I didn't learn in school either because I'm not from here. Um, and you should have, but we didn't. So this is a TV program that aired over the weekend. Are we there yet? Oh, which that's is what it's kind of clever. Yeah, you know, that's cute. There did you? So you watched? I did it, watch yeah. it with my wife, and uh, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I'm a cranky person at heart. I'm, I'm a happy, optimistically cranky person at heart. Yeah. Um, we were about like five or six minutes into this, and I looked at her, and she looked at me, because, you know, she knew I wanted to watch it for work reasons. And, of course. Uh, and I basically said, is it okay if we keep watching this? She's like, All right, how long is it? Because <laughs> basically what it was, was if you're from here, it was not interesting, particularly, because it was just them going to these and, you know, oh, look, sugar sands and a beach ball. So that's the beach ball, very iconic water tower here on the beach. And it definitely means we have arrived. Pensacola Beach. I love the Florida Panhandle. I love the beaches. They're so pristine. It's kind of a little bit of country, a little vacation vibe. I'm ready for a fun week. All right. So their first day was beach. I mean, look at this sugar sand. Does anybody say sugar sand? No, sure, white I sand, maybe, well, but but that's good. I mean, I'm maybe fine. if you're not from here, you don't I, realize. Right, like right. They, they have to truck our sand to Key West. That's yeah. right. Beautiful. Yeah. Our first look at Pensacola I Beach. No, I mean, look at this pier too. It's huge. <laughs> it is. Yes. Is that the attraction? I don't know. Is it, well, like it's it, not like it just aired here, Andrew. I understand. But, so what my, my wife said is she's like, so this is the TV show people watch, huh? Oh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. He's worse than you. No, she is very mean <laughs> yeah, um, no. and, and lovely. Um, <laughs> I, I so then, you know, day two. So we woke up on day two, jumped in the toad, and made a short drive about eight miles through the Gulf Islands National Seashore. It was a windy road through the beach all the way to Fort Pickens. A quick two-hour drive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> 
it's so they go out there and they see the fort and they sure. talk to the ranger and they show you the history, which is good. Yeah. And then the third day, and this is the part where like super cranky Andrew definitely came out. Not cranky directly, but cranky on behalf of a lot of people who I know their reaction to this. And I think it's a fair reaction. Day two, or sorry, day three. We woke up on day three, jumped in the toad for a short drive over to the National Naval Aviation Museum. We were in for a full day of history. Which is a great thing to feature. Oh, that's crap. Except. Except it's a huge lie. Except you can't go there unless you're in the military, right? Yeah. Did they they get in? uh, Yeah. Yeah, they get in. <laughs> that was very cool. It's Captain Sterling walks up while we're at their newest exhibit for Devotion, the movie. Greetings. Thank you. How are you so enjoying they're talking your to visit? Oh, He's it's a great impressive. guy. Impressive. It's a fun place to visit. It's great to meet you here. This is the Devotion, the newest exhibit. This is our newest exhibit. Uh, we just unveiled it at the end of October, and it details uh, the story of Jesse Brown and Thomas Hudner. Jesse Brown being the first African-American naval aviator in our service. Wow. There's a lot more to do here. They you sure want to show is. us around? Absolutely. And they showed him around, she, he showed him around the museum, which is, again, great if you could go. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, that was part of the challenge here is, you know, right, going to the museum is it's a weird thing to advertise since you can't right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. You get there and like Wally World's closed, you know. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> like, right? You're going to get the uh, Clark Griswold experience. Yeah, yeah and you try so that. I, I wanted sure. to be supportive of this show, but what I thought, especially in that section, and there's more to that section in a second, but in that section is like, if you're somebody who sees this this TV show, you're living in Nebraska, and you say, oh, we should go RV in Pensacola," and then you get here and like, this museum, what now? <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, like, right. Oh, so awkward. Uh, let's get candy in here with traffic on the five. And uh, watching a, a few areas of concern, uh, Chemstrand and Old Chemstrand near Sun Park and Outlaw Auto Glass at that intersection. Uh, very slow after an accident this morning. Slow on Highway 98 eastbound from the turnoff in Navarre Park to the Navarre Walmart. And again, maybe out of the listening area a little bit, but 85 is backed up in both directions, uh, north and southbound from I-10 and Crestview. So South Ferndon is a parking lot. Brought to you by Knox Pest Control. Their family serving your family since 1929. More info on a free pest or termite quote, visit knoxpest.com. Knox knocks him out. Traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. So back to the uh, RV There Yet episode that aired about Pensacola uh, over the weekend. So we had the beach, which is great. Uh, we had the uh, uh, Fort Pickens, which is great. Yeah. And then we had the trip to the Naval Aviation Museum. Which is non-existent which is for us. not accessible for most people, yeah. right, unfortunately. And, um, and, and it got worse because... If you were going to go to the museum, what other thing would you think you'd do while you're there? So this is the main attraction here at the museum, Blue Angels. I've never seen the Blue Angels fly. Could you imagine if we could? Well, here at the museum today, I've got something special for you. They're going to fly just for you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think that it was a just for them. Okay, I'm sure it was a blue, practice. I'm sure yeah, it was sure, a practice sure. that they were attending. But yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> worn out after watching it. I couldn't have asked for a better day. You can feel it in your bones. I couldn't be more proud of being here today, the Navy, being American. If you come to Pensacola, come to the National Naval Aviation Museum, you've got to check out the Blue Angels, the best six pilots in the world. If you can. <laughs> right, right, right. If you can. And I thought, oh, man, I so want to be supportive of this, but they're so promoting what's going to just irritate, 
if people came for just now, look, I also understand that there's the hope that maybe the base will be reopened sure. to the public at well, some time. Well, if you have a military ID, you can. And go that's in, true. Right? If you have a military ID, but there wasn't any explanation of all of that, and yeah, sure. um, you know, maybe like people see this doesn't mean that they come next summer. Maybe they come in three years or so. You know, I'm, there's. Mm-hmm. I get it. And, you know, it is one of our major things we want to promote. It's just that's kind of you know, left a weird taste in my mouth of them watching all of that. And then they went to day four. We woke up. The weather had brightened up. Beautiful sky. And you took us to Perdido Key. Good. The world famous Flora Bam. It's been quite a while since we've been here. It's been a while. And I've never been in the daytime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. they had bushwhackers. So now I understand one bushwhacker, two bushwhacker, three bushwhackers. That's tasty. You can get carried away with these. And on day five. One of the perks of having an RV is that we have a refrigerator and freezer. We have one more stop plan, and that's famous Joe Patty's Fish Market. Nice. We got to meet Frank Patty. He's 90 years old, but to spend some time with a man that's been doing this for this long and providing for this community. Look oh my word! Outstanding, and of course, they interviewed Frank briefly. We got all the seafood you want right here at Joe Patty's, and there's not another place here in the area that's got everything that we have. And you too can meet Frank Patty if you go down and order some ahi, you know, for sushi. Oh, 100. Yeah, he calls the numbers. That's man. right, he does. And if you don't pay attention, he'll let you know. And again, maybe <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, man. <laughs> and hey, and again, Patty. maybe this was only me, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but we're lucky we have an RV because. I'm packing my freezer with Joe Patty's fish. (laughs) Uh, The point was to eat it when it's fresh. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but, uh, you can't like I yeah, have family that's I mean, always like send all, me right? fish, and it's it, like but, no. you know, but <laughs> right, right, right. So all in all, and that's they didn't cool. do anything else in downtown, which I thought was odd. That would have been so the, much downtown. I know, to look at. and that's yeah. what I thought is there's no downtown here, but uh, and that's maybe that's not the RV, right? I don't but know. What, what I love about that is like because yeah. whenever I have family and it's been a while, it's been a while, but uh, like it's it's weird to go here. Let's go to a fish store. Right. I know that sounds stupid, right? But, but you it know, is everybody amazing. Here knows. That's yeah, right. that's part of the experience. I'm glad they went to Patty's, but so, it is weird they left out downtown. Yeah, there's so, so much. It, it, to me, it, this was very much an almost. Like, look, I will take the PR. Yes. <laughs> I will take the come to Pensacola message. Great. Um, it was just some of the like, you know, well, the museum is going to be a little bit of a challenge for you, and uh, you know, where's the downtown kind of aspect? But mm-hmm. overall, I will take it. I will take it as a well, basically like a, an ad for Pensacola. You know, that's fine. There's a say? million homeless people downtown. No, I can see too, maybe yeah. where that might be the, you know, did they have all those in? And no, no, they did no. not feature that in the segment. Here's all the shutdown Seven. tattoo parlors. <laughs> yeah. All right. Seven twenty on News Radio ninety two three. I'm Andrew McKay. Hi, this is Todd Thompson, President and CEO of the Greater Pensacola Chamber of Commerce. Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel for the Chamber Connection Show that will keep you informed on what's going on with your Chamber of Commerce. Tune in at 10 to find out about our upcoming events, all of our different programs, and what's happening with our local business community. It's the Chamber Connection Show every other Monday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620.
The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Sarah is 64 and loves to garden. Recently, her health insurance ran out, leaving her worried about more than just weeds. She called the Elder Helpline and spoke with a volunteer shine counselor about her options. There, she received free, unbiased counseling on health insurance for those on Medicare. For more information or to volunteer, call 1-800-963-5337 or go to floridashine.org. This is Paul Epstein with Running Wild. Join me this Wednesday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Discover why we at Running Wild are the running and fitness experts in the Pensacola and Fairhope communities, specializing in fitting you in the best shoe, apparel, and training for your unique needs. We pride ourselves on serving, training, and encouraging you to reach your goals. So bring your questions this Wednesday at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 6. Listen to News Radio on air at 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, AM 1620, and online at newsradio923.com. Download our mobile app or listen through Alexa. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. to celebrate New Year's Eve in Mobile, Alabama. Um, and I, I just want to say, I think Pensacola, I think Escambia County, I think downtown Pensacola, we need to, to bring back a celebration that the entire community can be proud of. And so, Mr. Chairman, I intend to really press that. I've already spoken with the Downtown Improvement Board. We can do what Mobile did, but we'll do it better. And we won't have a mass shooting and fights either, I, I, I hope. <laughs> Way, way, way to make it weird. Um, <laughs> you know, Jeff Bergash there at the county commission meeting talking about the importance of bringing something back to Pensacola, which I totally agree with. Everybody agrees with this. The only question, of course, is who's going to pay for it. Pelican drop. We know where the Pelican is stored. <laughs> I have the secret. David Forte told me uh, in public yesterday, uh, last week. Yeah, let's go get it. Let's go do it. Come on. Commissioner Bergash, you will have my full support. I've spoken with Walker Wilson at DIB and Danny Zimmerman, and Danny has put that together. Uh, so you will find my support whenever you bring that forward. That's Commissioner Lumen May, Commissioners Bender and Kohler. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, well, of course, I'm rolling off and Mike's on it now. And, and so I know that was something that they had, we couldn't do it this year, but they had already talking about doing it for next year and bringing the Pelican drop back and everything like that. So uh, leave it in Mike's hands. I got a warm fuzzy because that was the first thing I brought up at the DIB and I hadn't talked in you. So next year it's going to happen. Outstanding. Let's take it. I'll, I will take it. Now, when he says next year, this must, uh, he means this year because this is in, you know, last Thursday, but he must, you know, have a speech. Uh, so uh, they're saying uh, Pelican drop this year. Well, you know, it's going to take money. Uh, that's it. That's It's going to take a little bit of money. That's why it hasn't happened for all of these years. But like five or six years, it hasn't happened. 724 on News Radio 92.3. David, wait, you've never seen a Pelican drop, right? I've never seen it. I'd oh, love to, though. I've heard fun. great things. It's really good fun. I, I think we will get Sometimes it it's year. just a big drunk fest. What? No, I mean, not where if they make us work. <laughs> At the Pelican for drop, midnight? dude. Yeah, Dana and I almost uh, got into a fight. Pensacolans don't drink. Oh, uh, David, <laughs> especially not on New Year's Eve, right? <laughs> right, never. All right, David, tell us what's going on in the newsroom. Well, Andrew, the House taking up debate on new rules today after finally electing a speaker. Republican uh, Kevin McCarthy finally getting enough uh, support from his party to become the speaker on Saturday. It took about 15 ballots for that to happen. 
Uh, Virginia school remaining closed through at least tomorrow after a uh, teacher was allegedly shot by a six-year-old boy last week. In a weekend update, the teacher was listed as being in stable condition. Initially, her injuries were described as life-threatening. And sentencing set today in L.A. for Harvey Weinstein. He was found guilty last month of sexually assaulting a woman back in 2013. And on a lighter note, today... Andrew is National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. Nice. So if you're out and about and you see a law enforcement officer, make sure to take time to say thanks. Very good. Will do. Candy's got traffic on the fives. And taking a look around, uh, good news is we're not showing a whole lot of uh, slowdowns. It looks like some of the accidents have been cleared out of the way. We are watching Chemstrand and Old Chemstrand uh, still at that intersection. It looks like a very slow uh, moving after an accident this morning. Slow on Highway 98 eastbound near the turnoff to Navarre Park, uh, all the way to the Navarre Walmart. And again, air, uh, maybe a little out of the listening area, but 85 is backed up in both directions near I-10. Uh, Crestview at South Vern- Ferndon, rather, and that is backed up. Traffic tips text 437-1620. It's News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Hey, if you've got any kind of plumbing issues, a leak, a drip, a weird sound in the wall when you flush the toilet, the water pressure, the water temperature, or... You got burst pipes from the Christmas, and you still haven't fixed those. Barberry Plumbing, they'll take care of it. Flat rate pricing by the job, not by the time that it takes. 477-8782 for Barberry Plumbing. I love it when a plan comes together. What are you looking at me like that for? What is this? <laughs> it's ludicrous. Oh. It's ludicrous that I would play this. Oh. <laughs> yeah, not really. Hey. <laughs> 720's not. Hey, hey, hey. Um, Governor DeSantis. This is kind of interesting. Um, he's basically overhauled the board of Sarasota's new college. Uh, six new members out of an 11-member board, including... Uh, Christopher Rufo, who is a conservative activist and uh, one of the deans of the existing conservative Hillsdale College, they're basically he's trying to make a new college of Florida be what he calls the Hillsdale of the South. I mean, uh, DeSantis chief of staff, James Utmeyer, uh, told a conservative Daily Caller, said that uh, that's the whole idea is to make it a um, well, you know, interesting because one part of the story says 11 member. One part of the story says a 13 member board doesn't matter. The point is what they're trying to do is shift it in a whole new direction. Which is, um, it's like holding Bonnaroo at PCC. I just don't think that's going to work. Yeah, it's a weird situation because you've got like all of the students are there because of the reputation of this school and the tradition of the school. And then you're just going to put in a whole bunch of new board members to try to reshape the direction of the school. It's odd. I mean, it is. It's just I, I'm not against it exactly. Mostly because having a Hillsdale type school in Florida would be amazing. Hillsdale is an amazing college. Um, I just, I I don't know. It's 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 strange. It's strange. It's uh, I I, I don't know what, what would be a good example of this. Like you're gonna hire, um, you know, you're gonna buy Maxim magazine, <laughs> you know, and what you're gonna do is you're gonna promote modesty clothes. Like it yeah, just, absolutely. It's like just, you're going to try to retool it in the other direction from what it has kind of always been. Yes, still liberal arts, but you know now with a conservative bent instead of with a more of a liberal bent. So I, uh, we'll 
I'm putting a we'll see on it, but it seems weird to me. 437-1620, Oh, um, mentioned this before, but I do want to mention it again because this is important stuff for our area. Uh, there is a federal broadband survey out, and what they want to do is we want to find out whether our broadband here is basically accurate. And we know it's not, okay? We know that the broadband is definitely not accurate. And so the FCC has got out a map that you can go visit. It's at broadbandmap.fcc.gov slash home. And I'll put the link up on our webpage, or on our Facebook page here in a minute. But basically, before this Friday... You want to go look and see, you know, put in your address and then see whether the access to Internet is what they think it is. And the answer is going to be, in some cases, no. <laughs> it's very much not what they think it is. And the reason that's relevant is because we have all of this federal funding for broadband and we have this effort to try to improve our broadband. And I think the justific- I think the way this is going to play out is that the justification for grant money is going to, in some way, you know, tie into the picture of Internet access that is formed by this online survey or study. Santa Rosa, same thing. Okay, so um, Escambia has it, Santa Rosa has I mean, everybody's supposed to go do this. And, you know, like I looked at my home and my home was accurate, but our business is completely inaccurate. So go look and then, you know, follow the steps if you find information that doesn't fit with what your what your experience tells you. David Wayne, what do you have coming up in your news, sir? Search continues today for a suspect in Okaloosa County. We'll tell you more after Fox. News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden's in Mexico City for a North American Leaders Summit after a stop yesterday at the Mexico-Texas border. President Biden appeared not to speak with any migrants or even see any. That included at a processing center in El Paso. A senior Biden administration official told CNN, quote, there just weren't any at the center when he arrived. Completely coincidental. They haven't had any today, end quote. So the president had to ask workers what they normally encounter. Fox's Alexandria Hoff. The House today votes on new rules agreed to by new House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, including making it easier to vote him out. To secure the votes of GOP hardliners, McCarthy agreed to a set of rules that may not be an easy sell for some lawmakers. That includes not increasing debt limits without spending cuts and not bringing bills to the floor until 72 hours have passed. Fox's Brooks Singman. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 731 right now. News Radio 92.3. Partly cloudy. It is 54 in Pensacola. Well, the search continuing today for a suspect that eluded deputies in Okaloosa County. Deputies described the man as being armed and dangerous. Deputies uh, were looking over the weekend for 29-year-old Joshua Lee Colley near Poverty Creek Road in Medford's Way in Crestview. This was last night after they were called to a domestic violence incident. Investigators say Colley was armed with a handgun when he left a residence in a truck. Uh, deputies then say Collie crashed that truck near Poverty Creek Road, ran into some nearby woods. The sheriff's office says they tried their best to find him in those woods with specialized tracking units, but they couldn't locate Collie. Potential firefighters here in Escambia County went through some grueling testing over the weekend. Escambia County Fire Rescue held their physical abilities test on Saturday morning. The department says nine people took the test, seven passed. We hire them with no experience education. We send them through school. They're paid as employees while they go through school. And then once they're done school, they go through an in-house, about a three-week program where we teach them how we do things in Escambia. And then after that, they uh, start on the job and uh, really go from zero to hero pretty quick. 
That's Escambia Fire Rescue Training Captain Joel Richardson. The fire department regularly holds these testing events, and if you'd like to join their ranks, follow Escambia Fire Rescue on social media. You can get a sneak peek at the training and then also find out when their next testing event is going to be held. Baseball season's right around the corner. There's going to be a big change this year at Blue Wahoo Stadium. Well, for those who are used to counting out their dollar bills to get a ballpark hot dog this year, Going to have to swipe instead. Stadium is going cashless. Wahoo's president, Jonathan Griffith, says it's all about getting people through the lines faster. For us, the biggest thing is the ease of service and the customer service. Andy uh, And Griffith says there's also another benefit. He says cards are just more secure than using cra- cash for your transactions. Uh, but if you don't have a debit or a credit card, he says you can always use your cash to purchase a gift card at the team store, the box office, or the stadium bait and tackle. Uh, The new westbound side of the Pensacola Bay Bridge could be open here in the next month or two. Report by the News Journal says FDOT is planning to open the new span of the bridge in either January or in February. FDOT's Ian Satter says he doesn't have a specific date and says they're still finishing up a few things before the traffic can start flowing. Work continuing today on the future site of the city of Pensacola's new skate park. Concrete work began there last week. The city expecting the park to open sometime later this summer. And uh, the $2 million project, the skate park located underneath I-110 at the Hollis T. Williams Park. If you're a Verizon customer and you're going to be heading up to the north end of the county this week, you might have issues with your cell phone service in the Century area. Verizon says they're working on upgrading their network in Century, although they haven't elaborated on exactly what systems are being upgraded. They do say the upgrade process is taking a little bit longer than they had anticipated. They're expecting everything to wrap up and service to be back to normal sometime in the next couple of weeks. It is nearly 7.35 right now. Let's get a check on your traffic on the fives with Candy. All right, traffic on the fives brought to you by Bobby Likas Auto Service. I-10 eastbound is backed up from the Car City exit. That's exit uh, 10A and 10B to the Pine Forest exit. And very slow eastbound from Winhaven to about the, the turnoff for Eglin and Fort Walton. Very stop and go on Highway 98. Traffic on the fives brought to you by Bobby Likas Auto Service. Uh, they're on Davis Highway. Traffic tip 6437-1620. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Beautiful day out there today with temperatures starting off on the cooler side, forming into the mid-60s for this afternoon. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 44. Mostly sunny skies as you head into Tuesday as well with a high near 67. Tuesday night, temperatures dropping near 53. Beautiful weather continues into Wednesday, but temperatures will be starting to warm up. Wednesday, mostly sunny with a high near 74. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you, Brooke. Right now, sunshine, 54 in Pensacola this morning, 56 in Gulf Breeze and 54 in Milton. Our next news at 8, breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Jennifer Koshenko with your Money Now. The evil doll horror film Megan got off to a killer start this weekend, debuting with $30.2 million in ticket sales, while Avatar The Way of Water continued its box office reign in the top spot. Universal Pictures' Megan, about a robot companion built for a young girl after her parents are killed in a car accident, rode strong buzz and viral memes to an above-expectations debut. Meanwhile, James Cameron's sci-fi spectacle has now 
Mall surpassed $500 million domestically and $1.7 billion globally. Avatars 3, 4, and 5 now all in the works. Bulk carrier Glory has been refloated in the Suez Canal after running aground this morning. An employee of the Suez Canal Authority says other ships in the canal were able to pass the Glory when it was grounded. The vessel had loaded nearly 66,000 metric tons of corn from a Ukrainian port on December 25th and was bound for China. On Wall Street, features higher. That's your money now. Hello, this is Mary with Howard Young Flooring. Shopping for flooring can be a little overwhelming. At Howard Young Flooring, we are here to help you any way we can and answer any questions you may have so that you can make knowledgeable decisions. We understand the importance of each and every customer and would like to thank you for allowing us into your homes. For those we have not met, we hope to see you soon. Visit us today at 4333 Avalon Boulevard in Milton. We look forward to covering your future. News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 is accepting applications for employment. Periodically, we have openings in sales, business, news, promotions, engineering, production, and programming. We'll keep your application for consideration when such an opening occurs. We also provide internships for qualified students. Apply online at News Radio 92.3 or at our studios at 7251 Plantation Road between 8.30 AM and 5.30 PM. ADX Communications is an equal opportunity employee. Pensacola's Morning News with Andrew McKay. Mornings 5 to 9. There is no arguing with the horrific nature of lung cancer, but does it translate into a justification for prohibiting them from smoking in an outside public area? The difference between somebody who's smoking multiple packs of cigarettes a day and killing themselves is different from a few times that you breathe the diluted smoke from somebody else in an outdoor space. On News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. The question recurs upon the election of a speaker. The tellers will please come forward and take their seats. Oh man, I was so looking forward to playing all bumpers about repetitive repetitiveness today. Right. And then they went and solved it. I know. The stupid <laughs> redundancy department department. One day <laughs> one day too soon. So uh, this is vote 12 on Friday, noon, 11 o'clock our time. Uh, Matt Gates gets up and gives a speech basically saying no, no, never, never to Kevin McCarthy. My colleague, Mr. Garcia, did not say this, but many of my other Republican colleagues have. They believe that Mr. McCarthy has earned the position of Speaker of the House because he raised half a billion dollars to get Republicans elected. The complaint here is that he's criticizing another member by name. The, the, the gentleman is not recognized. Which you're not really supposed to do. You can say positive things and he's saying negative things. Kind of a weird rule, but okay. So he kind of talks around it in the future. Several believe that one earns the position of speaker by raising enormous sums of money. And there is no doubt that the individual that was nominated by Mr. Garcia is <laughs> the LeBron person. James of special interest fundraising. Sorry, I got to talk over him that he's the LeBron James of special interest fundraising. The LeBron James of special interest fundraising in this town. There is nobody better, but I would suggest 
that there are qualifications for speaker that are far more important. There are attributes that are far more important. Jim Jordan has those, and I am submitting his name for nomination at this time. And one of the other issues that came up was, you know, what kind of rules did they want to change in the House, which has been the subtext. I told you about this on Friday, that getting a lot of the rules changed was one of the goals of the dissidents. There are some who have been objecting to Mr. McCarthy who are working on perhaps changes to the rules, changes to circumstance that would convert the speakership from the great, awesome, powerful position it is now to more of a ceremonial position, almost akin to the speaker in the British House of Commons. I referred to it previously as a straitjacket that some of us were trying to construct with better rules and better personnel because we do not trust Mr. McCarthy with power because we know who he will use it for and we are concerned it will not be for the American people. We trust Jim Jordan. I nominate him and I'm going to vote for so him. So they go through this whole vote and it's McCarthy gets 213 the first time he's actually gotten more than Hakeem Jeffries. Four for Jordan, uh, three for Kevin Hearn. No speaker was elected. They run the game again. 214 for McCarthy because one guy who missed the first vote voted this one. 212 for Jeffries, same thing. And then six for Jordan, no winner. And then they motion to adjourn until 10 o'clock that night. And they come back, and that's when things change. Because it was the 10 o'clock vote at night where for the first time in all the days... Gates. Present. Votes present. Remember, present is not a vote for McCarthy, but if enough people vote present, it lowers the number of total votes, which means that the threshold in order to reach a majority of half plus one becomes lower. And so he votes present, and then they have the call of that vote. The tellers agree in their tallies that the total number of votes cast is 432. So you need 217 to win. Of which... The Honorable Kevin McCarthy of the state of California has received 216. Oh! <laughs> oh man! I I think I think we know the expression that you want to uh, that you. <laughs> I think we know the expression that somebody is going to use at that point. Missed it by that much. That's right. Missed it by that much. No. <laughs> oh. And so, since they didn't have it on the 14th vote, there was a motion to adjourn. All those in favor? Say. That's a lot of no. <laughs> That's an awful lot of no. In fact, they started chanting. was so close to being right. Remember I said they wouldn't solve this on Friday. It wouldn't be till mm-hmm. Monday. And they tried to adjourn till Monday after the 14th round. And there was basically a massive rebellion in which like 50 people changed their votes because it was it was going towards it was going to be close. Yeah, right. And then the vote to adjourn was going to lose barely. They got to like 219 or 220. And then like 50 people came in and changed their votes. Off I on no. Off I on no means changing from yes to no. Oh, okay. Off I on no for Mr. Gates, Malia Otakas, Bobert, Roy, Style, 
McCarthy, Burchett, Latta, Stauber, Lawler, McLean. And they just, all these people flooded in. If you've ever watched C-SPAN, where they show you that little, you know, like, I think it's the first guy who ever worked at C-SPAN built the graphic for TV, and then that's the one they've used ever since. You are not kidding, man. That's exactly <laughs> right. It's probably programmed in basic or something. Anyway. Um, <laughs> 10 CLS. Right. 20 go to 10. So it's, uh, you know, who's voted so far? Republicans, Democrats, I or nay, and then, you know, how many are remaining to be voting? And you could watch where they got to zero on the 15 minute clock and it was like 219 220 and then all of a sudden you saw votes switching continuously and it wanted to be in 279 to not uh, actually adjourn so they came back they ran the game and the tellers agree in their tallies that the total number of votes cast is 428 215 to win of which the honorable kevin mccarthy of the state of california has received 216. There you go. Because six voted present. McCarthy was the speaker. And then he gave a very long, long, long speech. I mean, it was like 20, 20. Of course, you figure after three days and nights of all of this nonsense, you know, maybe he has something to say. I'll tell you what he said here in just a second. First, Candy's got traffic on the fives. All right. I-10 eastbound is backed up from the Car City exit. It looks like an accident. Now, it looks like it's been moved off to the side, but man, it is backed up. It looks like a parking lot to the Pine Forest exit. And very slow eastbound on Highway 98, too, from about Winhaven when Winhaven starts all the way to close to the turnoff for Eglin and Fort Walton. Very stop and go on Highway 98. Again, that's eastbound. Uh, if you have traffic tips, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. So Kevin McCarthy in this very long late-night speech of like 1 a.m. Uh, on the floor of the House after he's gotten the speakership, uh, it was kind of a funny first comment, though. The tellers agree in their... Oh, I'm sorry. That's not the right clip. Here we go. That was easy, huh? <laughs> I never thought we'd get up here. The first time in like 160 years when we've had even more than one vote, let alone 15 votes. Uh, also a funny warning to Hakeem Jeffries. This is kind of cute. Thank you, Minority Leader Jeffries. Hakeem, I've got to warn you. Two years ago, I got 100% of the vote from my conference. <laughs> so proud of yourself right so anyway he goes on talks about democracy and opportunity and controlling spending and you know all the right things like holding hearings on the border on the border you know like as the backdrop and you know maybe they'll actually hold them at the places where you should go see not just the the cherry-picked places that president biden went to see over the weekend uh, yesterday but anyway one thing he did say that i thought was interesting it's nighttime here in washington but in some ways it's also like a new beginning, a fresh start. My friends, this chamber is now fully open for all Americans to visit. Right? Since COVID, since January 6th, since, since, since it, it really hasn't been. So inviting all of the country, if they want to come see the proceedings, they can on that half of Congress. I want to give all Americans a personal invitation. You are welcome Dear Andrew. to see this body at work. No longer will the doors be closed, but the debates will be open for you to witness what happens in the People's House. All right, so that's good news. And then he swears all the new members in. This is one of my favorite parts. This on which you are about to enter, so help you God. Congratulations. You are now members of the 118th Congress. 
Finally, right? But, you know, I mean, that's fine. It's, you know, that was easy. So, <laughs> no problems. So, the question is, what did they accomplish, right? What did they really get done? And uh, Shannon Bream on uh, Fox News Sunday was quoting from an article in the Washington Post by Eugene Robinson uh, and also had Jason Chaffetz there formerly in the House to comment. I thought I thought his comments were interesting. Also, Chip Roy's comments were very interesting. But here was Jason Chaffetz and Shannon Bream. The McCarthy Speaker Circus is a good argument for voting Democrat. They say the never Kevin rebels who oppose him have made it painfully apparent that no one will be able to impose and enforce the kind of discipline that Pelosi maintained on the Democratic side. Jason. Hallelujah. That's a good thing. I, I, the way Pelosi ran the House was awful. Members couldn't offer amendments. We didn't get single issue bills. The appropriations process, as, as it was laid out in the 1974 Budget Act, where you look at 12 individual appropriations, that never happened. Yeah, these things are good improvements if they hold up. So I think people on both sides of the aisle are actually going to look back at this and say, hallelujah, these people stood up so that we could have a more normal process and every member, no matter where they are in, in the pecking order of, of seniority, can actually participate in the process. Those are all really good things. Even Jake Tapper on CNN had to, and not exactly grant, but just describe some of the concessions that were announced. We're just uh, learning some of the promises McCarthy made. Uh, capping spending at 2022 levels for yep. fiscal year 2024, a subcommittee to investigate the Justice Department, more Freedom Caucus representation on important committees like the Rules Committee. That's a big one. A one-member threshold for a votion to vacate, which is what it used to be before 2019. What other commitments did McCarthy make that you can tell us about? Yeah, that whole issue of better representation for the Freedom Caucus on the committees, including Byron Donalds, the Florida guy that is a relatively new, but had you know they had put him up several times for speaker. He's going to be on steering, which means he'll be able to help select who goes on the other committees. So that's big stuff. Chip Roy, who was one of the main dissidents. So this all started going back last summer. We wanted rules to open this place up. We wanted more transparency. We wanted more openness, more ability to add uh, amendments to the floor. So, for example, you ask, what else did we get? We got amendments to be able to, I'm, I'm sorry, we got a, the ability to offer amendments on the floor of the House during appropriations uh, that will open it up again. We haven't done that. So, since I've been in Congress, I've not been able to offer an amendment on the floor. Mm -hmm. There hasn't been a, an amendment offered in open debate since May of 2016. Is it a free-for-all, like anyone can offer an amendment? Absolutely, within appropriations. Yeah, and better representation on committees. What we have extracted are promises from the Speaker to make sure that we have ideological diversity and representation among these uh, committees. Appropriations. There are two Freedom Caucus members out of 33 that are likely to be in the majority. So think about that. Mm -hmm. The HFC is 20% of the body, yet two of 33 appropriators. The Rules Committee. It's always a struggle to get anybody on there who's going to push back in the Rules Committee about, wait, why are we jamming a bill through that nobody's read? Right. So let's let's get representation on these committees. So real ideological variety and representation across the committees so that the Freedom Caucus folks can really have a voice in what gets done. And then the question comes up, well, what about the power to vacate the speaker? Will you use that tool if they don't do what they're supposed to do? If McCarthy fails to uh, offer a, 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 a debt ceiling bill, that has offsetting uh, spending cuts. If he offers what the Democrats in the Senate want, which is a clean bill, would you vote to vacate the speakership? Because it will now be able to be one person making that motion to look, vacate the speaker. Look, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to play the what if games on how we're going to use the tools of the House to make sure that we enforce uh, the terms of the agreement. But we will use the tools of the House 
to enforce the terms of the agreement. No Will you negotiate with Democrats in the Senate? Because as you know, sure. this isn't just about you negotiating with Kevin McCarthy. Yep. I'm not going to tell you how we're going to use those rules. Oh, but we will use them. <laughs> so this is, like I said, I think that they really might have accomplished something. But keep in mind that they're still only half of, you know, one of the three branches of government. The Senate has their own power equal to the House. So... How does this shake out over time? Time will tell. Are they able to get anything done, or are they gridlocking it up for the 2024 election? Again, time will tell. Seven, But the one agreement to, re, to remove spending back to last year's level of $1.4 trillion is a major— uh, it's just crazy to think that that's the reduction, right, uh, to, to that level of spending. Anyway, 752 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. When you were 18, you spent your spring break in Cancun. The party was legendary, and you speak of it often, even though you don't remember half of it. The geeky kid who sat across from you in math class stayed home, practicing calculus. You made fun of her. A lot. That is, until last year, when you owed the IRS a lot of money and called the certified public accountants at Benakis & Associates. And she answered the phone. Who's laughing now? The number crunchers at Benakis & Associates live and breathe accounting and tax preparation. It's practically in their DNA. When you need to know what the heck a Form 656-PPV is, call Benakis & Associates. When you need a QuickBooks Pro Advisor, call Benakis & Associates. When you need someone who practices long division for fun, call Benakis & Associates. Now in Historic District on 120 South Alconies and online at flacpas.com. Benakis & Associates. Leave the numbers to the experts. Department of Health in Escambia County works to protect, promote, and improve the health of everyone in your community. Listen today at 1030 to the Pensacola Expert Panel when Director Marie Mott will give a public health update. That's today at 1030 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Pensacola right now with Bobby Rossi. Afternoons 4 to 7. After Dave Ramsey on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. You write born to kill on your helmet and you wear a peace button. What's that supposed to be? Some kind of sick joke? No, sir. What is it supposed to mean? I think I was trying to suggest something about the duality of man, sir. The what? The duality of man, the Jungian thing, sir. Seven fifty-four here on News Radio ninety-two-three. I'm Andrew McKay. It's a Pensacola morning news. David Wayne is back with us in the newsroom with our headlines. David, President Joe Biden in Mexico today for the first time since he took office. He's uh, talking with Mexico's president and the Canadian Prime Minister at the North American Leaders Summit. Of course, yesterday on his way to Mexico, he stopped in El Paso to meet with local officials to address border security issues there. California bracing for more severe weather. And this is after last week's bomb cyclone there. Uh, Governor Gavin Newsom says 12 people died last week from storm-related weather. And Georgia hoping to uh, win a national championship for a second season in a row tonight as they square off with uh, underdog Texas Christian University tonight. The top-ranked Bulldogs coming off a Peach Bowl victory over Ohio. State and TCU beat Michigan in the Fiesta Bowl. I'm looking State. forward to don't you dare. I, <laughs> looking forward to that tonight. Although it is a late game, 
So it's going to be a late yeah. night if we're, I'm up watching that whole game, which yeah, I, of course, will be. Late night ball games are always a tough uh, yeah. tough thing to do for a morning and radio on host. on Monday, and you know you got the Santa Rosa Commission meeting starts at 5.30 right before that, so I don't know if they'll cut short <laughs> the Santa Rosa Commission meeting because of the night meeting. Just for day. you, they will. No, not for me, for the ball game. Who cares about me? But, the, you know, George is playing, right? Seven fifty. No dogs. That's right. 7.55 on News Radio 92.3. Candy's got traffic on the fives. Uh, I-10 eastbound is still backed up from the Car City exit. That's exit 10 to the Pine Forest exit and beyond now uh, to exit 7. Very stop and go and very slow eastbound from Winhaven to the turnoff at Hurlbert in Fort Walton. Uh, stop and go on Highway 98. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. You know, if you're thinking about getting that next vehicle, the selection at Frontier is pretty amazing. And the value of going there is that you don't have to hunt all over town to find this different one, that different one. That's what we got there. Uh, that's why we went there originally was because they had a van that nobody else had. Like, that's what draw, drew us there in the first place is they had something nobody else had. But they've got, you know, 300 different used cars and trucks and vans and minivans, SUVs, all that on the lot. And you can sample them all side by side. And you can get in one, get in two, get in five, drive two, three, four, five, do whatever you need to do to figure out what's right for you. Uh, and maybe what you discover is, you know, this is the one I want, but this is not quite the color I want. or not quite the features I want. And then they can go find it for you. You know, no problem. They specialize in vehicles that are one, two, three years old, low miles, great condition, good price. That's the idea. And again, you can sample them all side by side. Frontier Motors, serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years behind the big Buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. Interesting note. I saw this story out of Seattle. The school district in Seattle, like the Seattle School District, is filing or has filed a lawsuit against TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Snapchat in order to hold them accountable in what they say is the mental health crisis among their youth. 91-page complaint filed in U.S. District Court, Federal U.S. District Court on Friday. Um, Social media companies have created a public nuisance by targeting their products to children. Blames them for worsening mental health, uh, behavior disorders, anxiety, eating stuff, cyberbullying, can't educate the students. All, you know, like they're having to hire you know, professionals in order to handle these problems and additional training to teachers on how to handle this. And so basically what they've said is that the product that the social media companies have produced is a nuisance to the schools because of the effect it's having on the children. And you say, well, I mean, how can they like I thought you couldn't sue the, the the social media manufacturers because they and they are manufacturers, by the way, uh, you, you couldn't sue them because of Section 230, which protects them. Well, remember, Section 230 protects online companies who do like the sharing of information from them being sued as if they were the publisher. Right. So they cannot be sued over the content of the messages. Well, the plaintiff here doesn't allege that it's the content of the posting. That is the structure of the product itself. It's the way the feed works. It's the way the, you know, the likes and the clicks and the, you know, feedback mechanisms and the the desire to make the thing more desirable, all of that stuff. So it's actually the product itself, not the content of the post that they're suing on the basis of. And, uh, you know, for example, from 09 to 2019, they say there was a 30 percent increase in the number of Seattle public school students who reported feeling so sad or hopeless almost every day for two weeks or more in a row that they stopped doing some types of activities some typical activities and we know from the documents that have come out from francis haugen a lot of this is true so it's gonna be really interesting to see how this plays out again especially with that section 230 semi-protection that i don't think will apply with the structure of this lawsuit we'll be back in a minute 
Local Talk in the Morning, 5 to 9, with Andrew McKay is on News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. Blue Wahoo Stadium is going cashless. Also, there's a new community health clinic. We'll tell you where that's opening at today. That and more after this update from Fox News here on News Radio 92.3. 